Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the playmakers. Happiest of Mondays, my friends. Welcome. I love the energy. To another week of the Playmakers. That's what we do. That's what we bring. That's what we are here to provide. Sports, but mostly other things. I love it. My name is Lindsey Brown. You are... I'm Adrian Hernandez. Again, we are the Playmakers, in case you forgot from four seconds ago. We had a couple days off because it's the weekend. We just have to remind everyone what's going on because... Be surprised how quickly things go right out the brain, even if it's stamped into there by harsh learning. Honestly, because it's a Monday that feels like a Sunday. Yeah. And then this wind, I'm over the wind and the coldness. Like they can't tease us with 80 degree weather. No. And I'm ready to wear shorts now. Yeah. I uh, wanted to play tennis this morning and then I saw the flag outside of the facility. I'm like, I don't feel like completely ruining my own day today <laughs> you didn't want the wind slapping no. you in the face well it's just like i know i'm not gonna play as well and so it's just about do i is this the is this the hill that i want to battle on today because i could fight through it if i wanted to didn't want to do it today and that's fine because i wanted to to save a lot of my energy for today's show we have so much uh to get into we're gonna talk about the golden knights win last night in just a couple minutes here we're gonna talk to amy gutierrez and it expansive conversation about Major League Baseball, the women that inhibit it and its future. We're going to try a a new bit with the show called Scouting About that we are going to extend. An invitation to you listeners to be participants on this show. We'll be wrapping up this hour with that, so please stick around to hear if you would like to be a star, just like us, but not really. (laughs) Uh, Second hour, we got Lindsay's Loves, which I'm a huge fan of this segment because we're talking about all of the classic films that I was watching all weekend and just going with the good old nostalgia bit. A bingey weekend for you. It was a bingey weekend, and I got a hike in as well. Uh, Because you hate Baker Mayfield, and I don't understand why, we're going to play Would You Rather... Just a little bit more PG version than what we're actually used to. And then to wrap up our show, we used to call it Weekend of Ineptitude. We have now renamed it Sports and Darwinism. I like it. And yes. also, um, we will have tournament passes for the Pac-12 oh, men's basketball tournament. Right. Second hour, uh, 4 o'clock hour, will get you hooked up. Not tickets, passes the entire tournament whether you want to see Oregon Arizona Arizona State UCLA whoever uh, we'll have your hookup today and tomorrow as the tournament kicks off on the Wednesday mm. 
Sorry, I just wanted to finish my fruit snack there. Thank oh, you for I, I see. This is why I it's, I can't multitask. I could see you eating the snack. I, I can't really either, but I certainly kind of tapped. Yeah, I certainly exactly. kind of tapped. An attempt was made, and uh, I, I need to before we attempt our clearly creative, imaginative, and exhaustive show. We need to make note of a very special performance. We need to talk about Carl Anthony Towns, guys. Mrs. Clear, I don't call me cat. Okay, cat. Call me kitty cat. <laughs> okay, kitty cat. Kitty cat! Kitty cat has been named NBA Player of the Week for Week 20 along with somebody called Jason Tatum who's not doing anything these <laughs> Someone days. Someone called Jason Tatum. Carl Anthony Towns! The kittiest of cats. We can only sing your praises. Mrs. Clear, I don't call me cat. Okay, cat. Call me kitty cat. Okay, kitty cat. An incredibly underrated moment in Wedding Crashers. It is, and I did not expect to start with the Minnesota Timberwolves to start off our well, week. we start with winners here, Adrian. That's hey. what we do. That's what we do. We bring positive energy. We bring productive energy. And we bring negative energy when it's necessary. I'm not here to rain on on the parade for the Golden Knights because they were able... I'm like spitting. That's how intense I am right now. <laughs> they were able to dispatch the Ottawa Senators last night 2-1 to one at T-Mobile Arena. Uh, a little close for comfort. A little bit of a squeaker of a game, one could say, Adrian. Uh, a game, again, that the Golden Knights were able to secure victory in with a third-period go-ahead goal. But really, the only two people that I have really nice things to say about at this point, Robin Leonard, Jonathan Marsha. So those are our two guys. Those are our two guys. Because they're our hot hands. They're our hot hands. Well, I suppose Jack Eichel, too, because he did get the game winner. But I had it left at that point. But it was kind of alarming to watch the Golden Knights last night, Adrian, because they were not the team that I think anybody would designate as, quote, deserving to win. And it's not because of lack of trying, but you can try not as hard as your opposition. And there is a lot of young talent on that Ottawa Senators team, and they absolutely made that game interesting last night. There was tons of physicality, lots of hits in the corners. There were points where you could see where everybody was making a point to finish their checks to make sure that they were responding and answering at 57 hits by Ottawa, 41 by the Golden Knights. It has to be pretty up there for their total this year. Both teams were able to convert once on the power play. But what's concerning to me is that we've talked several times, Adrian, about the Golden Knights and how they play, right? And how they need to diversify the way that they produce. They rely so heavily on rush offense. And when you do that... It's fine when you have the talent to be able to back it up in waves. But when you don't, like this squad does, or you're dealing with the musical roster spots, like we had Max Pacioretty back in the lineup last night after last week, Pete DeBoer said he's not close. And so, uh, you know, it just all makes sense. And so when it comes to changing your game, I thought last night was a perfect example of what happens when you don't. Adrian, because I I have a few stats that are not kept that I would like to be kept because just based off of what I'm seeing from the Golden Knights, my first and foremost thing that I would like to track with them is the average time they spend in the offensive zone before they take their first shot. Because I swear you could put 
the second they see any sort of daylight in the net, I got to shoot it. I got to go right now. We got to go right now. I'm like, why can we not be more patient? Why can't we drive this puck down low? And get a good look. Right. And, it's a, and, and get a good look. And more importantly, take away the good looks from your opposition. Because as I just talked about, this isn't the team that's working with the same level of talent that it usually is. And so they're not walking to the same fights that they usually are. Because when you're not grinding down that opposition, what does that enable them to do? Have legs for the rest of their shift. Every time the Golden Knights go down and take the first shot that they see or a little dipsy doodle off the rush, and it gets broken up in that high offensive zone, where was that puck going? The opposite way with possession in the hands of the Ottawa Senators. And these young legs who are in this hockey game so very clearly throughout the entire time, their motors were going. They were ready to turn that puck up. They were aware of how the Knights were approaching their zone entries and how they were going about doing their offense. Because especially after going an extended period time without scoring goals, it's like this team doubles down on what's not working. And that's why it's, it is critical, not because it's about the Golden Knights. It's about your opposition that they need to really rethink and drive those pucks down low. Because, again, it's not so much about the scoring chances. Those will come. It's about negating the ability for your opposition to find theirs. And the more that this team gets frustrated and the less that it, they score, they stand up earlier in plays. They don't back check as hard. It's very easy, and it, that's just the way subconscious goes. Like, when you're not getting rewarded, it you're not going to bust your butt back as fast or as hard as you normally would. You're just getting frustrated but Ottawa was out hustling was out maneuvering Vegas in the third period they were stepping into plays and passes and Vegas was just like I'm gonna pass and I'm gonna pray it's gonna get to my guy I'm like that's not proactive hockey that confuses me because of the way the season has gone where why do you feel comfortable in terms of you guys haven't been playing well and also, didn't Ottawa just get embarrassed? They gave up eight goals to the Coyotes the night before, mm. or something like that. Giving and you Sounds talked about right. the Coyotes being terrible. They are. So the it just goes to these questions of: Can we be patient with this team? Is this team playing uninspired? Uh, it's just it's not a good look. I just I'm, don't know what this this team this team has an identity that it hasn't grown into, and I. It, I can't really blame the players that are on the ice because it's because of all of these in, out, in, out. Is Patches healthy or not? Is Stone healthy or not? Where's Stevenson? Is he going to be playing center or wing? Evgeny Dodonov was demoted to the fourth line last night. Nick Waugh, first line. Stevenson, back at center. Like, all of these things you're asking these players to do, playing in different manners, in different assignments, I can understand why the execution level isn't there. And so that's why I'm not really sure what the right answer is outside of getting those names back because this this coaching staff, this organization, has clearly shown this is the way we like to play hockey. We go up the boards. This is the way we run our pocket. We're going to overload it. We're going to set up patches. That's what we're going to do. And that's fine as long as you have the tools at the disposal to allow you to do that. And this team just – I, I don't know. It, it seems like they're married to that, and I get it. There, there's a certain amount where you – this is what we do. This is how I play. Pete DeBoer's won a hell of a lot of hockey games. But this team and this 
particular context that they exist within. They are teetering on the edge of Stanley Cup contender or missing the playoffs. That's a big difference. That's a big swing. The only big uh, difference that I could probably make the comparable is probably the dollar amount between Major League Baseball Players Association and the owners, right? 50 mil? Yeah. We said to Amy Gutierrez is going to tell us in a couple minutes. I, I just, it's going to come back to roost. Now they're going to be going out on the road for the next five. Critical juncture for your Golden Knights, especially as they're playing the Philadelphia Flyers, who are on the biggest of struggle buses. Buffalo Sabres uh, have managed to win a couple games they probably have no business to, but are the literal struggle bus. And also, you know, Eichel's going back to Buffalo for the first time. We'll see Alex Tuck and everybody else over there. At the Penguins, who are a very, very solid team. At the Blue Jackets, who are finding ways to win. And apparently Patrick Line actually likes his place for once. And at the Winnipeg Jets, who are trying to scrap their way back into the Central Division. Last night's a win. 2-1 to one win. Right before that, or the game before that, was 5-4 win over Anaheim. In their barn. We need those two. We need those two. Because that game last night, that 2-1 to game, could have just as easily been that game at Arizona on the 25th of uh, February, where we lost 3-1. to one. Or when we lost to the Kings 4-3 to in overtime here in T-Mobile Arena. I don't know, getting 6 nothing blown out by Calgary. Like, that's what makes me nervous. The margin for error has been so thin always with this team. And it just keeps getting thinner and thinner and thinner. And so many of the critical pieces on this squad aren't feeling themselves right now. Now we can be happy for our teammates that are playing well. Marshy, very pumped that you're still shooting high glove. Glad we haven't deviated from what we normally do. Uh, you're seeing Eichel take some steps. Power play goal, very important. Leonard Jackpot looks great. Eichel? Jackpot Eichel. Leonard, I thought, was fantastic last night. He's looked great since he's returned from injury. But that's why this team needs to do every favor for itself it can. And so... It's a little confusing and baffling to me why sometimes they just seem to go in the hole and the hole is actually a more damaging place than if they would just adjust a few things here and there. But who, who knows? What do I know? We but don't you're really also know not, much. You're not asking for too much in terms of, like, you need to take care of these things. This is what happens right. with expectations, And correct? I will say there were fewer stick handles going on out there. I noticed in the first period that people were a lot more decisive. They were collecting that puck and firing it right away. I'm like, here we go. We're listening to uh, the playmakers religiously. And we're taking nightcap. notes and the nightcap, which are both basically synonymous at this point. But... And that's why these improvements, these adjustments are absolutely within the realm of possibility. But this is where you have to get in those habits. And so hopefully we can get some continuity and find some wrinkles for players other than Jonathan Marsha, so other than Jack Eichel, and get some other people going. Because it's just going to be really hard for you to ask this team to make those big-time adjustments and have that kind of wherewithal in their head if that confidence level isn't there. And despite their ability to win the last couple games or find ways to win games, I just based off of my hockey knowledge, my expertise, I wouldn't be feeling particularly great about my game or how I've been playing anybody in that locker room because ultimately it is a team game and we are all in this together and we didn't even need High School Musical to tell us that. But there are a few things that we need to talk to Amy Gutierrez about, big-time media player for the San Francisco Giants. She is going to talk to us all about her place in Major League Baseball, some other women who are making some noise, and hopefully a way to – 
compromise between the most contentious of battles. And that's really saying something, at least in the world of sports. We'll get into that next on the other side. 11 for the bet. So baseball has unwritten rules, and to some extent, so does this station, as we are home of the Dodgers, but rules are meant to be broken, and Mm. we're kind of going into rival territory right now because we're joined by Amy Gutierrez, who joins us. She's been covering the the San Francisco Giants since 2008, and she's also a national correspondent for MLB Network, which tomorrow she'll be a part of a very special show airing on MLB Network. All Insider Calls are brought to you by Driveway.com. Looking for a car? Go to Driveway.com, where you can get pre-qualified, buy a car, and get it delivered. We know how to play nice here with the Amy G joining us. Thank you so much for taking time out of your, I won't say busy schedule, because I do have to pose this question to you. How are you spending your time these days? Because at least the last couple years, we've had a chance to practice the feeling of, I'm not supposed to be here right now. (laughs) Well, thank you for having me on and bringing me into enemy territory. I appreciate the (laughs) kindness from you guys. Um, we have a we have a neutral um, person in common though because my husband Paul Gutierrez lives down there most of the year and covers the the Raiders. So you know maybe we can maybe See, we can agree. I, on that. I knew he there was some answer. commonality, some ground Somewhere. we could share something with. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, and it's that's a great question that you're asking about how I've been spending my time because you know when the world turned upside down with COVID nineteen, I I kind of got gut punched a little bit with the loss of so much baseball and that was where the majority of my income came from and it's been a great lesson for me to learn to diversify my skill sets and my income and so I've had time now because this keeps going for those who think the pandemic's over it's actually not we're we're still in it and baseball now has decided to go into a lockout so I threw a couple of irons into the fire when all of this went down, and I teach at Sonoma State. I teach uh, several courses there. I'm a wine consultant. Um, I'm an influencer. I am a producer. I produce for UCSF. Uh, So it's just about really diversifying yourself. And it's great because I was looking for the push, and I certainly got it, like right off the cliff. (laughs) Go figure it out. And I feel like it's such a unique experience that you and and me and any other woman that works in the world of sports really share is that core identity. And I think everyone kind of struggled, as you mentioned, when the pandemic hit. It's like, who am I? I had so much wrapped up in my career, in my social life and whatever. But with sports, it's a different type of of, of sickness and love. And when you have to do it for a profession as well, <laughs> it's just been such a, a different self-reflective learning experience. Let's just call it that, right? I think you're spot on, and I think we do tend to probably wrap up too much of our identity into what we do in the sports world. We have to, Amy. We're fighting everyone, right? We're fighting, uh, clawing our way to the top. But um, I think what I can only speak for myself in trying to realize that my skill set went outside of the sports world. I was a producer in news long before I started in sports. And going back to what I love to do, which is storytelling, and you can do that for various outlets and on various platforms. And, you know, I was always known for interviewing Giants players. Well, why can't I interview a NASA astronaut? And why can't I interview a winemaker? I have questions. I'm nosy. Like this can, we can go across a lot of different, different (laughs) arenas here and we don't have to stick to sports. And it doesn't take away my love of what I do covering the Giants and working for MLB Network. It's my number one love, but it really gave me time to reflect on 
you know, what did I go to school for? I went to school, I went to UC Davis and studied communications. So how do we make this work when things aren't working the way they used to? And it's about taking back some control and making some decisions and definitely making decisions for quality of life. You know, we, we push and we push and we push, like you said, and we get obsessed in this sports world and you have to go to every single game and you have to be there till the end. And I'm realizing now in, in this, you know, almost kind of pseudo post pandemic world, you don't, you know, you know what you're doing. And so make that work on several different levels so that you're safe. That's really insightful stuff to anybody that's working in this business or anybody that's thinking about being involved or it just as a woman in general because it is International Women's Month or Women's Celebration Month. I don't know. I'm a huge fan of women all of the days of the year, but uh, I know that you have a pretty uh, big interview tomorrow airing on Major League Baseball's network. How heavy of, of a toll do you think being the only woman in these particular rooms is on yourself or your uh, subject for the interview in that tomorrow, Alyssa Knockin? Yeah, Alyssa is fantastic. You know, just the the title that she holds and the weight that she carries on her back, being the first female coach in Major League Baseball history. Um, to do this for Women's History Month, I applaud MLB Network first and foremost. And I think we'll, we will really have gotten to where we want to go when we don't have to do shows like this, where we spotlight the few women we have in uniform on the field. But the fact that we have women in uniform on the field is something to very much celebrate the progress that's happened from certainly when I started covering the Giants, I covered the A's before that for a couple of seasons. It wasn't even on our radar that we would see a female in a uniform. And, and I hope that doesn't come across that I never thought it was possible. It just wasn't a conversation. And Alyssa single-handedly changed that along with you know, Gabe Kapler and Farhan Zaidi seeing her value and seeing what she could bring to the team and onto the field that was going to be different than what somebody else could bring. And I think that's what's been interesting about my career path. You know, I work alongside for years, I was with Crook and Kipe, who are these two rock star broadcasters in Major League Baseball. What in the world am I going to bring that they can't, you know, handle themselves and and it was when I stopped looking at it that way, I started looking at it my way, that I saw things differently than they did. And the fan base reacted to that and that they, you know, they they could explain it their way. And I had my way. And together, it was kind of a full way and, and a full perspective. And so I think that's what Alyssa's doing in being the first. She's certainly not the last. And we're seeing other teams not fall in line, but try it out. You know, and and when you try something one way all the time and and you have some success and then you have a lot of years in baseball, it's so cyclical. These teams, they need to freshen it up. They need a different set of eyes. They need a different perspective. And who's to say that couldn't come from a female? So I think it's just approaching the entire myth of, well, you didn't play at this level, so you don't qualify to coach at this level. That's just not true across any region of covering sports look at most sports writers didn't play at the level either but they're respected and they're very much respected if they're men and women are still trying to to get to the you know same level as men as in the press box but to see it start happening on the field has been really inspirational and I actually I'm not sure what how much of my interview is going to run but I broke down at the end because 
I thanked her for being a role model for my 14-year-old daughter who looks at, you know, oh, oh, Alyssa Nacken, she's coaching first base. Oh, look, you know, the Yankees hired a a female to manage their minor league team. And, oh, look, we have a female vice president. And, I mean, it's, it's happening all over. And I, it's far, far, far too late, but um, we got to just keep pushing. They and, better and run that be... whole thing. They got to run that whole interview. <laughs> Otherwise, it's a disservice to us I all. I don't know. You know it went in the hands of the editor, but it, it, Alyssa's one of my favorite people anyway with the Giants. She's just, you know, she's got the biggest heart, and she is so down to earth and so grounded, and that's why she's having success. I don't think any female could handle the pressure that she has and she's done it with with grace it's amazing amy gutierrez joining us uh, you can follow her on twitter amy g multimedia she's talking about the mlb tonight special that airs tomorrow mlb tonight a conversation women on the field uh speaking of Alyssa, uh just in general with everything and the pressure of you know baseball's 110 plus year history how do you feel like she's handled um, what she's been given. And has Gabe Kapler, anybody mentioned in the future of uh, the possibility of her managing an actual MLB team? He absolutely did. In fact, that was part of my uh, tease that we were able to put out there. One of the lists that we took from the from the piece was a quote from Gabe saying, Alyssa literally has all of the skills needed to manage a team down the line, you know, when she's, when she's put in her time. And <clears throat> I think it really needs to be noted I've always felt this way as we, you know, talk about Women's History Month and we talk about the progress of women in our industry and, and, and in other industries. I know I don't get to what I'm doing today without the help of really supportive men along the way. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just absolutely necessary to have that conversation that when you claim you're a feminist, it is not equatable to being a man hater and you can be a feminist and want the same things for women that men have and still love men, you know, and, and I have so many men in my career and in my life, my dad being the first to, you know, never treated me any differently than my brother threw me out in every little league practice to, to be the, the little sucker in the middle for pickle. You know, I'm running back and forth trying to get to the base and, taught me how to throw a punch in the garage, but also took me out, you know, shopping for my senior prom dress. So I just, that's where it started for me. And being married to Paul, where we very much are equals in our partnership and in what we do, even though we do different things. And, and then the men in my career that saw something in me at times I didn't see in myself and said, nope, we're going to put you here. It's exactly what happened with the Giants. I had zero intention of going over the Giants. And Larry Bear, and at the time, my boss, Ted Griggs, saw me, put me over there and said, we think you can do it. And I struggled, but time, you know, really helps you get through things. Dwayne Kuyper, Mike Kruko would not have been able to have success in my career without them. So for the record, you know, you need supportive men as well in this entire movement to try to get to equality. But back to the original question with Alyssa, handling the pressure, I mentioned she's just done it with such grace. And she mentions in the interview the support of her family and her husband. And I think that's key. You know, if you have a good foundation and a strong foundation, supportive family, supportive friends, it keeps you grounded. It keeps you genuine and authentic to yourself. And that's her biggest thing is to never try to not be 
something she isn't. She's not going to try and be Gabe, and she's not going to try and be Ron Wotus, and she's not going to try and be Tim Flannery. You know, she's going to be her, and that's what people are drawn to, authenticity. Well, and I think ultimately, for, for most of us that are involved in the business, we don't get involved with the business without having that those relationships with men by having that, not sheltering, but that understanding that I was a hockey player, so if I go out and block a shot, I'm going to get respect if I, if I block it down, right? Because I'm going through the pain, I'm willing yeah. to make the sacrifice. And, and it's just getting everybody else's brain to turn on to that, because I just think there's so much autopilot thinking that we have when it comes to, to women's sports and just... Because it's not that hard to be respectful. It's actually pretty easy to place a bet on a WNBA game as long as they would just offer it alongside with the NBA games. Like it's it's it seems pretty simple to me. Well, and you know that's kind of how we do things. Yeah. I mean, if we could get a if we could get a female in there for these negotiations with with MLB, I, I feel like we could get it done. I'm telling you, Amy, this <laughs> is we're on to something. We got to get the women in the room. Be a mom. Exactly. I put it out on Twitter that I was available and <laughs> that hasn't called me. It's I don't, a perfect uh, it's a perfect on. segue to my next question because I wanted to ask you just about that because with all of the the lockout stuff going on, I know that you've been up to the minute with it and I know that you also work for the San Francisco Giants so it's a little bit different of a of a conversation that we're having here but we know that cap floor is not really something that's super enforced when it comes to major league baseball and we also know that like the nba has a really high threshold for it so it could force you know penny pinching owners to spend to a certain point and feel the competitive team what do you think the biggest thing in your mind is holding each side of this dispute back to put your mom hat on or your therapist hat on because there's an olive branch and there's a friction point for everyone and it just seems like there's a lot of hurt feelings and a lot of uh, a, a lot of so- scores to settle. There really is and I and and that's unfortunately the people paying the price for that are the fans and seasonal workers wh- where they rely on this income that they're not getting now to put food on the table. You know, they're the concession workers and ticket, ticket takers and, and people like me, you know, uh, team employees that are contracted out. Like we don't get to go to work until they go to work, but we're not dealing with the millions of dollars a year that they are. So the mom hat in me gets very frustrated because I think there's a loss of perspective from both sides of what really are we complaining about here? Mm-hmm. But the business side of me understands a lot of it. Like if anybody ever asks you, do you make enough money? Do you feel like you make enough money a year? Who the heck is ever going to say, oh, yeah, oh, totally. I wouldn't want to make any more money ever. I'm fine. So if you keep that perspective, like the, in my, what I'm understanding it to be is the, the players are a very strong union and they want to do what a union should do, which is protect the young people coming up and make sure that they have things in place should they get injured, should their career be cut short. You know, a lot of this is about the future of the younger player, which unfortunately those free agents, veteran free agents are the ones who are probably going to be hurt in this. But from the owner's side, you know, they're looking at it like how much how much exactly should we be giving here? You know, this minimum salary to come in was that, you know, 500 something thousand and then it went up to 700,000. We think we gave you something there, but there's just bigger things at play. Like you mentioned, I think there's a lot of resentment there. And the biggest thing is that competitive balance tax where you're just going to have teams that don't have a large payroll, aren't going to want to cave. They, because they think they can't. 
And so that's, I think personally, that's what's keeping this like huge $50 million gap in that CBT is that enough teams, owners of teams with smaller budgets don't want to, don't want to go. They've proven over the years, you can be competitive with a small payroll. So that's where the players are saying, this uh, doesn't really fly. You know, you, you know, look at the A's. The A's are competitive every year and they have one of the smallest payrolls. So it's, um, it's the whole thing, mom, mom, mom hat, very disappointed on both sides. <laughs> that should get them very going then. I should be super motivated. <laughs> all of you. I'm very disappointed in all of you. Um, and I just hope that cooler heads prevail because at the end of the day, I'm going to be okay. But, you know, I have fans. This is no joke. Like I have fans that reach out and, <clears throat> you know, they're struggling with cancer or through the pandemic. They lost their jobs and haven't been able to find something and they they wait for that game to come on at night they want to hear Dwayne and Mike talk or I guess there are people who want to watch the Dodgers too but I don't know very many of them but they wait for these games relax I only watch them because the twins are never good it's okay it's okay AVG we can't always have the best even years of our lives okay right right they need but they need this people need this type type of entertainment you know I I think about the power of baseball during 9-11 I'm not sure how old you guys are and how much I'm getting myself but baseball took a you know a week hiatus and they were nervous about coming back. Like, is this appropriate? Is it time? And people needed it. You needed just three hours of respite. Just get my mind off of, you know, how tough things are. And if they can't see that in, in the world right now, coming off a pandemic where the game was taken from us without our choice. And then what's happening in the world, if you look mm. around, like, yeah. let's get it together. You guys don't take the game away on choice. Don't do that. There's something romantic about escapism, and that's literally what baseball, I think, has provided our our country for for so long. And while we don't appreciate it to the same uh, degree that we used to, it's still very much a necessity because I'm not the biggest baseball fan for a lot of the reasons that they've given us because of the greed, because of the fighting and everything. But at the end of the day, when I think of distinct batting stances, I think of Kevin Euclid. Or if I think of like somebody hit a massive ball and I hear the crack off the bat, I think of Big Poppy. Or when I think yeah. of a pitching motion, I see Tim Lincecum. Full body trebuchet yeah. motion. And so my final question to you, Amy, uh, to end us here on a positive note, we all have those players whose viscerality sticks out to us. Who are those players for you in your mind? Well, current or former? I'll take I mean, either. I'm sure it's a great childhood? answer. I'm sure it's a great answer either way. Well, childhood, I I live in a town called Petaluma, which is an hour north of Oakland and an hour north of San Francisco. So I am a diehard as a child A's and Giants fan. And I've got several Giants players who are not happy with me when I say that. But I grew up with Dave Stewart, pitcher for the A's, and Ricky Henderson on the A's side and Will Clark on the Giants side. And I literally can't think of anyone else that was better than those three at that time and have been since being able to go to Candlestick and watch Will Clark and go to the Coliseum and see Ricky steal a base or Dave Stewart throw a no-hitter. It's like just the prime, prime of sports for me. And I loved being a kid in that era watching them play. So that that would be my former. Um, more current... I mean, I, I got to work with Buster Posey his entire career. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm about to cry. <laughs> Don't forget. The coolest I got, ever. I got to go, Buster. 
Well, those are those are great answers. And honestly, it's it's the little things like that that I think people try to hold on to in times like this because it is ugly. It is a, a tough time for everyone across the world, regardless. And we're not just talking specifically about baseball, but we truly appreciate you taking time to, to discuss everything with us. And happy International Women's Day month and all the other things. And thank you for your contributions. I know that I have benefited uh, from it at some level. Oh, thanks for having me. And I hope everybody enjoys the show. Absolutely. That was Amy Gutierrez. She works for the San Francisco Giants, pretty much does everything for them, produces things, multimedia things, social media. She's going to be on Major League Baseball uh, Network tomorrow night, conducting some interviews with Alyssa Nakin. you got to find all of her good stuff on that Twitter account. What's her handle again, Amy? It's going to be Amy G Multimedia. Amy G Multimedia. That's right. The, literal, the Amy G. Insider calls are brought to us by Driveway.com. Head to Driveway.com today to shop more than 25,000 new and used cars. And Driveway's nationwide inventory, friends. What an opportunity. On the other side of the break, scouting and getting abouting. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh-huh. God, it just feels right in the world, doesn't it? Mess the return. Monday. The return of a Mess Cutty Monday. Oh, God. Yeah, it just feels right. 
things are locking back into play. So right that I'm even ready to, like, sacrifice some of our talking time, Adrian. I mean, that's a true compromise, a true concession. Take notes, Major League Baseball. That's how you get things done. <laughs> it's a give and take, right? It is an absolute give and take. And we want to start getting our listeners a little bit more involved with our show. We appreciate everyone that has called in to, like, get free tickets or tweet at us, tell us how awesome we are. I mean, it's just been the thousands of submissions, especially the handwritten letters and thank you notes. But we want to provide a little bit better of an experience because we're an inclusive show. That we are. And so I came up with this bit called Scouting About because I watch a lot of sports and I don't really remember much about what I'm watching, but I remember what I see. Like I remember people that I see. And what I thought about is that I could essentially give everybody a homework assignment during the week and that we would explore it as the week transpires. That we would ask you, the listener, to DM us your submissions, be that on the Bet1140 Twitter account, be that on Adrian's Twitter account. What's your handle? At Adrian Radio 93 and at the Bet Las Vegas for the station. Yep. And I'm just going to plug myself. So at Lindsay, at Lindsay Brown 35 or at Lindsay, no, it's Twitter, at Lindsay Brown 35, my full name spelling correctly. Um, and and let us know what your pick is because we're our theme this week for the first ever scouting about is roster re-addition. So players that are poised to return from injury and how I want this done is I want, I'll give an example. If I were to bring forth Mark Stone's name, I would say on a boost scale, he would provide a 7 to 9 out of 10 boost to the Golden Knights when he's put back into this lineup. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Now, on a scale of 1 to 10 booster, basement 7, ceiling 9. Because... And you would include the because as well, because it would just be it would be the booster scale and player type leadership new look like what exactly do they bring to the table? Why do you think they are the scout and about person for this particular theme roster readditions? I think he's at seven and seven to nine out of ten because he's an excellent puck hawker. He can turn things over. He's always in the right position. We know about the hustle, although. It's not exactly the the most pretty of skating strides. He gets things done. He back checks. And he sets the example for the Golden Knights to do so as well with that hunger, with that almost animosity of failure, towards failure in a way. It's a, he's not so much aggressive to the other players as, as much as he is aggressive to the goal that is, I must be the most successful version of Mark Stone I can be. And so I think the roster re-addition of Mark Stone would be massive, will be massive for the Golden Knights. Will it happen in the regular season? Remains to be seen. But that would be my submission. Who would you bring forth? And right now we're tweeting it out one more time, at the Bet Las Vegas, so hit us up on there. Uh, for me, uh, I'm cheating. I'm taking two people. Same oh. team, Lonzo Ball and Alex Caruso oh. uh, for the Bulls. I think their impact would be 9 out of 10, uh, just based on the fact that this team needs defense and they need this defense badly because their offense with DeMar DeRozan uh, last week, I told you guys they're a pretender. I don't really trust the offense when yeah. it comes to playoff situations and what they're going to have to do in the half court is game slowed down. Uh, what's going to make that offense easier is ball hawkers and dudes that know how to play defense and can guard one through four 
um, and create turnovers and play smart and secure the ball, which is what Lonzo Ball and Alex Caruso do for their team. So if they're serious about making a push. Lonzo's a meniscus, right? And Caruso's a broken wrist. Broken wrist off of the uh, Grayson Allen dirty play. Um, They are expected to be back, I believe, before the playoffs. So Mm -hmm. they got less than five weeks to kind of readjust themselves. Um, But even like purely, not even offensively, just from a defensive standpoint, what they add to this Bulls team is they try to make a run. And I realize that they don't have to make it to the NBA Finals. It's not a failure. This is the first year in this this move to be contenders, yeah. but they can definitely help and make a push with those guys back on the squad. Everything's coming up daisies. It's like the the Heat when they made their run to the Finals, or even Phoenix last year. Nobody expected it, so it really is playing with house money. Yeah. And so when you send these submissions in, as I said, we're calling this the scout and about, we want you to include a hashtag as well. Like if it's a DM, if it's just a regular tweet, whatever, we don't want to put any parameters on your creativity. You can make us a picture. You can make us a video. You can write it out, whatever. You can make a rap, like all the cool middle school teachers that are trying to teach you calculus. A free style? But this fat, or this hashtag, hashtag scouts with a Z, because we're keeping it on brand. We always say sports with a Z. Scouts with a Z, S-C-O-U-T-Z. So include that. Again, scouts and about. We are absolutely fishing for listener submissions here. Who you think will be a big-time roster re-edition when they are available? Again, I picked out Mark Stone for the Golden Knights. Adrian brought Alex Caruso and Lonzo Ball in for Chicago. Whatever team, whatever league, you have to make your case. Be creative. We'll talk about it. We'll feature it. We'll retweet it. Whatever you want to do, we are here for engagement. I have to cough. (laughs) And that's perfect because it gives me time to let you know 4 o'clock hour coming up one more hour in the show. And we don't just want your tweets. You know what I'm saying? It's a give and take. So we want to give you something coming up 4 o'clock hour. Be appropriate, please. Yes. uh, (laughs) These are are hella appropriate. The 2022 Pac-12 Men's basketball tournament going down. T-Mobile Arena later this week, March 9th through the 12th. We don't want you to just go see a game. Oh, we got passes for you and your family to go check it out. A family four-pack of tournament passes to the tournament. We'll give them out next hour at some point within yeah. the 4 o'clock hour. But before 5 o'clock, we'll have your tickets. Uh, we'll give you the phone number right now. Don't call us. We'll give it to you right now. 702-733-5968. 702-733-5968. Keep that locked in your phones. Lock it uh, up. Yes, we will give you those tickets coming up. Family pack or collection of unincorporated individuals. We do not care. We just want you to call us and then give us your submissions for Scout About. Hashtag Scouts with a Z. The Z is I'm always sure important. people are already researching at length don't worry we got a whole another hour ahead as well as the rest of the week so there's plenty of time to stretch 11 for the bet we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.